0: I'd like to take just a few moments at this point to introduce our series on 1st John um, before we then come to look at the, the passage we're going to look at. So maybe if you have your Bible you'd like to turn to 1st John chapter 1. If you're using the Pew, the Pew Bible, it's uh, page 1225. And as you're looking that up, um, over the next three Sundays, the preaching workshop and then a finale by Clay will be giving an overview of 1st uh, John. And the preaching workshop will be looking at the first three chapters. Now, I have to say, we do want your feedback, I think we do, no, I'm fairly sure we do want your feedback, as it really is uh, the essential part of closing the loop on this process. So there's a web link there, it's not hard to remember, windsorbaptist.org slash sermon feedback. Now, this is for anybody who's actually sitting here in the, sermon this, this, in the service this morning, no matter what age you are, no matter where you come from, whether you hear regularly or not, we're very keen to hear your feedback thoughts. There's a fairly long feedback form, but you can fill in as much of it or as little of it as you want. Um, you can take two minutes to do it. You can write as much as you want. Uh, we're happy to read anything that comes back. So please, uh, as many of you as possible, the more feedback we get, the more helpful and representative it is. So First John chapter 1, if we'd like to read just the first four verses at this point. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life which is with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you may also have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Perhaps you were thinking that since it's now December, the season of Advent, that maybe you would be sitting down to listen to a series that turns our thoughts to the coming of Christ. Seasonal messages. Why First John? Well, before I answer that and show you why we in the preaching workshop think that these messages are very relevant to this time of year, I want to set the context just for a few minutes and give us some background to this letter that will hopefully help us understand where John is coming from and what he might have to say to us. So John wrote this probably from Ephesus. And he travelled there in the latter part of the A.D. 60s. And most writers think that he wrote this around A.D. 85 to 95. And that's worth noting as it puts this as probably one of the last pieces of scripture to be written. John in verse 1, he's underlined his apostolic credentials. He saw Jesus. He was with him. He touched him. So what we have here possibly is a letter and words of truth from possibly the last living apostle on earth. The last man alive who walked and talked with Christ. So let's listen carefully to what he has to say. He was most likely writing to groups of Christians in Asia around Ephesus. And these Christians had been ravaged by false teachers. They were teaching things like the possibility of getting a special secret knowledge that set you apart as a spiritual elite. Teaching that it was possible to be completely done with sin. Teaching that, questioning whether Jesus was ever really human. And John lays out his manifesto in these first four verses. He's writing about that which was from the beginning. That which was with the Father and appeared to man. He's writing about the life that appeared. The life that appeared. God coming to earth in human form. So perhaps there is a bit of a link to Advent after all. The last living apostle is going to teach us what it means for us. That Jesus came to earth in the flesh. So this is a message that is not just for Christmas. But for all of our lives. He tells us why he's writing in verse 4. To make our joy complete, John's joy will be complete by fellowshipping with these believers as they follow the words of Christ as John writes to them. An interesting exercise for you to do at home. At various points in this letter, John tells us why he is writing. He says, I write this to you so that, or I write this to you because. Why not go and read this letter this afternoon and see if you can count how many times he does that? Let that guide your thoughts as you listen to God's word through John's letter over the next few weeks. And hopefully you become convinced, as we are, that these words are more than relevant to this time of year, not just for Christmas, but for every day of our lives.